This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Awesome, guys. I am so excited to welcome you guys, these amazing listeners, to see a behind the scenes of how... DOOs actually really show up inside of a thriving business. So Julie, I am so excited to have you here on the Ops Authority. We are friends from quite a while ago, in in internet years for sure, a long time ago. We have somewhat of a parallel past. Well, I guess it's complimentary. I don't know if it's necessarily exactly parallel, but I'm really excited to have you here. And also Erin, a graduate of our program. It's just so cool to see how this comes 360. And so we're going to dive into what it looks like to have an operator, a high-level operator in your business from your perspective, Julie. And then also cannot wait to hear from Erin as well. So Julie, you want to introduce yourself? Yes. Hi, oh, Natalie. I'm so excited to be here. It's so fun to be doing this with Erin because she's normally always telling me when my podcasts are that I'll be interviewed on. So it's super fun to actually be on one with her. But I'm Julie Ciardi. I am CEO of Julie Ciardi Coaching. Our big mission is we're really life and business coaches for women. And we our whole mission is to help ignite the minds of women because they are amazing moms and amazing wives and all the things, but they are made for so much more. And we really help to ignite them to be able to follow their life's passions and pursuits. So it is incredible. And Erin is my director of operations. And we even say, and our client success manager, because she's so close with our clients and it's such a powerful role. They all love her. So we're so excited to talk today with you. Yeah, I'm so excited too. And it's been so fun to watch your progression. Our missions are ironically quite similar. I think we're both really focused on having women of all stages and ages to see their full worth and stepping into that. And I believe where we overlap is that we know that you can't separate business from personal. And I think in our past corporate experiences, we were in that box where we felt like we really had to be many different humans. At least I felt, I'll speak for myself. I've heard lots of your story and we've talked kind of offline, but you know, I felt like I had to be mom and wife of Jess you know, away from this big conglomerate office. And then, you know, I had to like put on a big suit of armor to walk into this building to be the other version of me. And we talk a lot about on this podcast and in our groups about values and how important they are. And my reckoning moment was when I was like, ooh, my values, my real values, the person I am, who I want to be, aspire to be, and nights and weekends who I show up to be, that value is not allowed to be expressed inside of this business because candor was always the make or break of me. And I could show up in both places with candor. The problem was inside of the building, I had to show up with a different kind of candor. And it was almost like just a 
a sassy candor that was just not really me. It was just because that armor had hardened me. It really had hardened me into being somebody that just didn't feel great. And so, and I mentored hundreds of women inside of this company. And as I was doing that, I was giving them advice that I couldn't take myself. And I was like, Ooh, I've got to do something about that. And so that led me on to several different missions and actually volunteering and lots of different things, but really always focus. I really believe that when I put my two feet down every single morning, it's about, you know, empowering women to become their fullest expression and complementing both life and business in our case. So I love that. It's so important. Now, just real quick, you just hit me because it felt like you were describing my corporate career as well. And I felt like I had a split personality. Like I felt like I had to have different identities based on the roles and to me, I think, especially as women, our lives are they're ebbing and flowing between having business and what we do for a living and being all the different roles. Probably, I think a lot of people got to feel that even more so being home for a couple of years, mm-hmm. right? And now people are going back into the office. I think they're going to be feeling what we felt even more so, especially what people were wearing versus now going into the office. But I couldn't agree more. And it's why I adore you. And so glad that we get to have this chat today because I love that we we have very similar missions. Yes, yes. And it's been so fun to see your business evolve. And also just a testament for those of you guys that are listening and building your business, or even if you're supporting inside of a business, you know, I have really tried to emphasize over these last couple of years that, you know, we put this taboo on the word pivot, but both Julie and I, I mean, I met her in a completely, and she met me in a completely different stage of business. And it's not that success has found us. It's that we have found success by pivoting, by accepting changes normal, by chasing what suits us and not really trying to fit into anybody else's norm because it it never will serve you. The shortcut is never to follow anybody else. Identically, it's to, you know, take the lessons, the learning and the wisdom from someone else. And, you know, we shared a mentor, at least for a short period of time that overlapped. And I think that we were both empowered to really dive into what suited us. And I'm just going to love every single second that we can be together today. Same here. Same here. I love, we only got to meet in person once, but we'll have to do that again because that was a lot. Yes, yes, yes. Alrighty, Erin, give us your backstory as the director of operations here inside of Julie's business, but tell us who Erin was before you came into Julie's world. Yes. Thank you, Natalie. Thank you for having us on today. This is so exciting. So my name is Erin Weaver. Like you said, I'm the director of operations for Julie CRD Coaching. I have a background in business and previously worked in sales and merchandising. I am married and have two children. When I had our first child, our daughter, I decided to take a little time away and become a stay-at-home mom. So I was a stay-at-home mom for about eight years, and I started to get the itch that I wanted to go back. I didn't want to go back to what I was doing previously because I didn't want you know, the strict nine-to-five, the traveling, all of that. So I started kind of looking around, and a good friend of mine introduced me to Julie She had worked with her in the past and Julie was just looking for some kind of uh, VA work just a couple hours a week. So in meeting her, I just loved her mission. I loved that she wanted to support other women to go after what they truly desired. And I was all in. So here we are just a little over two years later. And now I'm the director of operations for her company. And I'm just so excited to see 
how much the company has grown in the time that I've been with Julie and then where we are going in the future. I love it. I remember those days, by the way. I don't even think Aaron had a name, but I remember when you were looking for that role and and you guys are somewhat neighbors or at least in the same community, correct? Yes. I, you know, I really believe you put it out into the universe what you want. And I I just knew that I wanted someone local. And I wanted the yin to my yang because I'm like that. And I'm sure we'll get into this. I'm the kind of that visionary <laughs> and all the things that I needed someone that was like very grounded in the details and following through and all of those things. So I wanted someone like that. I kind of knew the qualities. I also knew I wanted someone that was going to love. I, I remember thinking this in my mind. I said, I want someone that's going to love my clients and my mission as much as I do. And that I wanted them to be local if they could, because I you know, wanted to be able to do some things in person and all of that. And that's when, of course, a mutual friend of ours introduced us to each other. And it was mm-hmm. like, you know, awesome from there on out, quite frankly. <laughs> yes, I love that. And you hit on something that is really important to know because uh, we've already talked a little bit about values, but you know, you source this person, you put it out into the universe that you were looking for these particular qualities because you knew that's what would work best for you. You weren't necessarily looking for a, a skill set. Yes, you probably had some things you wanted to get done, but more important than the things you needed to get done was finding somebody because, you know, you have a particular belief. Share a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, I just, I knew, I knew, and again, you know, it's, everyone's a little bit different, but for me, I just knew that the kind of person that I wanted to bring on would be able to learn. Cause you know what I did, I came in from corporate, no background in online entrepreneurship and I had to teach myself. So I was like, you know what? I know that whoever I bring in, she can learn. She can learn on the job. She can also learn through training. It was funny because I feel like the way everything aligns was so awesome because you kind of like had this incredible opportunity to help train and certify directors of operations. So it was just a no brainer in my Mm -hmm. mind. But when I was at the hiring process, my whole thinking was, I take our mission very seriously and I'm one person. And so I might have the vision and I might have the desire to help these women and and to teach them and to coach them and all of these things. But I need someone that's going to make sure they don't fall, that they know where to go, that they have the help that they need. I don't want to be, you know, just this online business with no real support and connection. And I think what's so cool is we're holding up to one of our first ever in per- big in-person events. They can't wait to meet Erin. Like, <laughs> my clients cannot wait to meet Erin, you know, and I think that's such a testament to Erin, but also a testament to kind of those parameters, like of what I was looking for. And I, I remember saying too, I really wanted someone that was going to be like my wingman, my yeah. wingman, because growing a business has so many facets to it, so many pieces, so many kind of balls you're holding up in the air. And I just knew that there were some gaps in myself that I wanted to fill as well. And that's really kind of what started the process of finding someone like that. And I, there couldn't be someone better than Erin for for all of that. Yes, I love it. So your business has grown and, and if she came in looking or you needing her for a couple of hours. I mean, obviously that's not the case today. So your business has grown and as your business scaled, you need more support because you, I mean, 
it's not just sheer numbers. It's also the number of initiatives. And then the more clients you have, the more people we have to satisfy, to make happy, to continue in their success and their transformations. And so your business grows as a byproduct of that. So I'm a big believer that your your business won't grow without good support because as solopreneurs and both of us started is that we can only hold so much of a container. And at a given moment, expansion has to happen inside of the business for you to expand to make a greater impact. And so it is very, very cyclical, but I've seen people who get very stumped by holding on to solopreneurship far too long, but still wanting to increase their imprint, you know, and their impact in their communities that they're serving. So tell us about the, you know, initially you needed her to come in and do a few things for a few hours a week. When Aaron stepped in as that director and elevated as the director of operations inside of your company and even present day, like what are the responsibilities that she has today yeah. from an operational perspective? Yeah. So I, I really, and I'll say this to any entrepreneur that might be listening to this, that it's like you have a vision, right? Where you kind of are in the moment with your business, but then you, you, we all typically have a vision for where we want things to go. And I knew that I wanted to create a big brand with lots yeah. of impact. You know, my goal was that we were going to affect thousands, millions of women. That is what I felt. So knowing that, I knew there was no way I was going to do that alone. And so I was pretty open to hiring pretty quickly, even though, you know, again, don't just look at where you are, look at where you're trying to go because you can't get from here to here without the help. And so I really knew that going in probably, you know, back from my corporate days. So I wasn't afraid. I wasn't afraid to start to hire. And, but what I did was I didn't want to just hire a virtual assistant that had her own company and lots of other clients for a few hours a week. I wanted to invest with someone that would grow with the business. And so that just worked out so well because we started with, you know, a few, I mean, I must say it was like five hours a week or something like that. And it started small. It started, I don't even know exactly what it started with. Maybe some stuff in Kajabi. I'm not even sure, but it was some back end, back office type of stuff. And then we grew that pretty quick though, I would say. So back in early 2020, maybe spring of 2020 is when I really knew I needed somebody because the business started to take off. That's when Erin came on. And then I would say, you let me know, Erin, because I can't remember. I mean, pretty quickly after that, the hours kind of accumulated and we kept expanding the role pretty quick, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would say probably by fall of 2020, you were director of operations. Yeah. By yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and we kind of at like 30, we do like about 30 hours a week or so, because again, she wants to be able to also have her time. I, I try to like not send anything on a weekend ever, you know, I'm like, I'll wait till Monday. Cause I just know how that was in corporate. And I don't want to create a corporate environment in my company. That's so, so if I ever I'm doing that, Erin, just let me know. But seriously, so she, so what, what expanded, which was so cool, it happened so quickly because Erin jumped in and she could see, she could kind of see, you know, the gaps or see where I was maybe struggling because I could only take on so much on my plate. I have three kids myself and, you know, all the things. So we just kind of worked together and she would just continue to take on the next thing and we would see how it would go and we'd grow from there. So at this point, Erin leads, she's like, does all of the back office. I mean, anything back office you can possibly imagine Erin is doing. 
She handles all of our emailing. You know, she also is our client success manager. So when people are being onboarded into our programs, really staffing and managing our customer support, which is, you know, our support email, which we will probably need to be hiring for Erin soon. We always say that. So most likely we'll be hiring support for Erin in that capacity, but really handles all of the back office so that I can be focused on the front office, all the marketing and all of the visibility and doing all the coaching and teaching and content creation for my clients and all of that. And we have hired a few more people since then that are more coaches and subject matter experts in the coaching area. But for the most part, anything you can imagine back office, Erin's running and handling. Fantastic. Erin, as you were going through the certification, what parts of the certification were you able to bring into the business pretty quickly? I would say even just that first lesson with the strategic mapping and sitting down with Julie and mapping out the year ahead of what's to come and what needs to be done in order to get to this greater vision. And then, you know, there's just a wealth of training within the program, anything from KPIs to financial to human resources. I've been able to take all of that, pieces of that, and bring it into the company just to make everything just run more smoothly, more organized. There's systems in place just so that we're able to grow this business and support more women. And you know what's so funny too, as she's saying that, like I've pretty much said straight up, because I think what happens with a lot of entrepreneurs is like they almost think that they have to train the people Mm -hmm. that are coming in. And you don't know what you don't know. Right. I'm not the director of operations. I don't know how to do all the back end management. It would literally be not very helpful if I was trying to train Erin. And so when I saw the opportunity with your certification, Natalie, it was a no brainer for me. I was like, of course, because I can't teach her this stuff. And I've said to Erin so many times, like my mind, I try to protect it as much as I can and focus on my areas of genius, but there's things that I don't necessarily want to know. So we kind of laugh mm-hmm. because I'm like, whatever backends the things, I don't really need to even know a lot of the details about them. Like that's your zone of genius. You're so good at doing all of that. And so it's just helped energetically keep me where I need to be focused to get the business going in the right direction as well. And so that was just huge for me. It was like, oh, someone who knows this, who can train I'm not equipped to train her in these areas. That's not my area of expertise, which is why I'm hiring her. Right. So I think that's a big mistake that people do is they, especially when they're coming out of solopreneurship, you know, they have been holding both the front and the backside of business by themselves. And so they feel like they have to have it all to quote unquote, all together before they bring this asset or resource in and that they have to train them. And you're going to have to train them in a few things. Hopefully you're hiring for mission, vision, and values for that overlap because the training becomes much more organic and much less force if you start with that. Then once they're inside, now you've already identified the things that we typically outsource first or the things that we're not good at. So why are we holding ourselves back and saying, you know, I've got to train this person in my methods? Well, your methods were difficult. Your methods didn't come natural to you. You're likely copying and pasting or just scrapping by because we've all had to do that. Like 
obviously Julie and I are very different. I'm much more of a back office kind of person. And so outsourcing marketing, that was something that just had to be done very, very quickly in my business because it wasn't natural to me. I can come up with a great system around it because I'm process oriented, but the actual innovation and stuff. Oh, I had to go out for coaching first and then also bring in some, a lot of internal talent to make all of that happen just the same way you do, but on the other side of business. So, and ultimately it sounds like you have that partnership that is very freeing. You know, once that is in place, you feel safe. You as the leader, Julie, feel safe and expansive to be able to go and develop and do. And, you know, of course you've gotten half or more of your time back because you were probably doing things that you did out of necessity, not necessarily out of pleasure or comfort. So a hundred percent. And I think what's so, you know, what we do, and I mean, again, I I pray that Erin never goes anywhere, but we have a, a process where no matter what it is, she's documenting and we have SOPs for all yeah. the different things that I don't want to know about, but they're there. And I'll even say to her, hey, this would be good to throw into an SOP. That, and then she goes, so we've got that structure, which is really helpful. So that again, too, as we begin to bring in more people to support the back office, all of that's there as well. And so that training or you know, her ability to do all of that has been really powerful too. Yes. Tell me about your team as it is today. Okay. So we've got Erin, director of operations. And then I have, I do have a director of marketing, which I love it. She's on maternity leave. And like, I can remember when I was on maternity leave three times in corporate, like dreading having to go back. And this girl, five weeks into the maternity, not even, I don't even think it was five weeks, right? Erin, she's like, I miss you guys so much. I can't wait to come back. I'm like, I love it. Like, that's what we, you know, we want that like environment, you know, which is so cool. We just adore her. So she really leads a lot of the marketing that I don't do. Cause there's a lot, there's marketing's huge. I think marketing is like, to me, it's almost half your business in terms of what's required. So she does a lot of the marketing as well. And then we have two coaches that are on our team as well. One that I, again, also invested in to be certified. So I had her become certified in the Enneagram. It's a big tool that we use in our program and our coaching. And so getting her certified in the Enneagram, because that's not something I was going to go and necessarily be certified in, but I wanted that expertise. And then I have another coach where she's half sales have coaching because I think consults tend to be coaching in helping people make a decision. So she's really good at that. And so depending if we're in a launch, you know, she'll be really helping to do consults. And then each week she is leading some office hours and coaching sessions with clients. So that is the team that we've got contractors. Like I'm a big (laughs) Facebook ads. I have an awesome contractor that I absolutely love that really feels part of the team. She loves our mission too, but that's her area of expertise. And because it's always changing and morphing, I just want someone that's kind of plugged in, best practices, all of that. And then even though Erin's doing a lot of our email marketing, we still have a contractor that, you know, it's more like on retainer where we're like, hey, can you just come and take a peek into ConvertKit and make sure we're not like messing it up? Or can you, you know, give us some best practices? Can you help us with this and this? And then she also then helps to train Erin and that kind of thing. So am I missing anybody? I think that's the bulk of it. Yeah, I think that's the team. Yeah. So Erin, as you look to expand in your area of focus inside of Julie Ciardi, inside of the business itself, where do you see the opportunity to add somebody? What roles and responsibilities would you bring on for the person underneath you? I would definitely say a little extra help in the support area as we grow and more women join our programs. You know, the questions are going to come in. 
And a lot of it's just, where do I find this? When is this? Can you send me this link? So, you know, that would be a big help, just a little bit of extra help there. And then maybe in some community management, we have our own Ignite Her Society. And as more women are coming in, you know, just to same thing, support, encourage, cheer people on, and just make sure that everybody is up to date on everything that we're offering. It's always interesting to see where, like ultimately inside of the director of operations role, which is clearly my focus, but of course you've got a counterpart in your business and in this business on the marketing side, our job as leaders and high achieving women is always to replace ourselves, And it's not to exit the company because if you've already got a really strong mission alignment, then it would be super satisfactory to both parties, both you and Julie, to replace yourself. And then that allows you to expand in the same way that you allowed Julie to expand. And so, you know, just always continue for everybody, even listeners who are here today, you know, even if you're in a fractional independent contractor relationship with your favorite client, it's how do you expand and how do you grow inside of that? Because no one's ever done, it doesn't matter your title, like forget the title. It can be another skill. It can be another area. It could be additional people that you manage. There's a ton of growth. Growth never ends, right? So it it doesn't have to just be title focused. I think that would be something to strip away, especially if you've come out of corporate, because that can be very much like, oh, this person's the vice president. They're going to have to leave the company for them to continue to stay here and get paid more, be more satisfied or whatever the need that they were looking for. But inside of our small businesses, I think you've probably been able to see that. And shout out to Alex, when you describe her as being your counterpart, I was like feeling my Alex because everybody wants an Alex. You know, at first they all wanted me and now, now everybody wants and Alex, and now they want an Adrian. So we've done a good job by bringing in people that are so identifiable and so wonderful and serve our community so well. So we say that to all my clients, you know, that are in the process of building a business, they're like, I need an errand. I need an errand. Everyone wants an errand, which I absolutely love. The other thing I think it's really cool. And I, I love what you just shared there because I agree, like the roles and all of that. Here's what I always say to my team, my small and mighty team, which is on purpose too, by the way, because I'm a big believer of building your business by design. And the last thing I wanted, I've managed 200 plus people as a vice president in a big company. I don't want a huge team. I really don't. So I want to build my business in a way where I have a small team, but we serve so many people. And so we're very intentional about how we're doing that. But I also want the team, and I always say this to them, make no mistake, we may not be a software company, but we are a startup. And I think sometimes we forget this in the online entrepreneur services space. It's like, if you're a software company and you're in startup mode, like the roles are very nebulous and everyone's like, how do we get this company to grow? How do we get this company to the multi-millions? And I think that's where the team is at right now, where people have these lanes, but we're putting the blinkers on and crossing lanes nonstop to like bring this business up because I really see it as a startup with the goal, you know, of things like profit sharing and all of those things. But we've got to so I think that that's what's so cool culturally in the team is and as different ideas flow. So like our marketing person that's on maternity leave. She's like, I had a thought when I was on maternity leave. Erin gets asked so many questions. 
when I'm back, I want to sit with her. We're going to create an FAQ and create the space so that people can search and find answers to stuff. And I'm like, I love that, right? So like not her lane, right? but totally wanting to work with Erin and help Erin with that. And that's the environment that I absolutely love. And just, I can't wait to see where all the different people on the team kind of like rise up and grow as we grow. And that really shows a strategic partnership. You know, when you've got these great extensions and arms to you, like your mind is always thinking about both lanes, right? Like you may be more inclined to think about the marketing side and the coaching side, but you as the leader of the company, you're always crossing and you feel like it's your responsibility. When we are fortunate enough to bring people on who will cross with us. Actually, we had one of our coaches who came and she's like, this is a great idea for a podcast, but I'm not in marketing. I'm like, you don't have to be in marketing here. Like, but it was wonderful that she had the idea. She felt safe and comfortable to express it. And we ended up implementing it. And honestly, the ideas that come from the other disciplines and functions inside of the company are sometimes the most powerful, lucrative, and sanity saving because they see it. They're not in it every day. They're just a step removed, but they're still so connected to the success of the company that their ideas are really amazing. So I remember hearing from a mentor once, she said that she has her brain but then she has her team of like 10 people or however many people she said. And she's like 11 minds on this business is so much powerful than one that then tells the other 10 what to do. Yeah. And that's what I mean. I always tell them, I'm like, our Vanessa, who's our marketing person will always say to Erin, she's like, Julie will just want us to decide this and, and go. And it's true because like I do, I want them to feel so empowered to just make a decision and go. It helps me. Because now it's less brain power yep. for me too. And it empowers decision-making, I think, within the team. And to me, I just value that so much on both sides of that. Yeah, authority and autonomy and decision-making, those are all skills that are honestly make you so valuable so quickly. And a lot of us have them. We're just not in comfortable enough environments or we don't feel safe enough to exercise those. And I'm going to say women especially will hold themselves back from their fullest expression because we have traditionally been in such unsafe environments and not to get into a counseling session. But you know, when you find that you're working with somebody where you feel like when I say, who is the client that you have felt the safest with? People will look at me like, oh goodness, what do you mean? Because that's, you know, we do a lot of work and people will obsess over who is my right person to work with. And I don't know who my avatar is. It's like, who is this, the person that makes you feel the safest? What was it about them? Because if you're in a safe environment, your fullest expression comes out. You're what I call your next best self. It's natural. It just shows up. You don't have to be conscious of communication. You don't have to be conscious of leadership because your authority, your respect, your wisdom, it comes out because you're safe. So it's really a fundamental function that all of us need. And I think we do a lot, we do ourselves a big disservice by searching for it for so darn long. So thank you for being an employer that is looking for that, that values that. And obviously Erin has felt that because she's been able to step in and and satisfy a great need, not only for you, your mission, but the entire team. And that's super valuable. From your side, Julie, Erin talked about strategic mapping. She was coming through the certification. Strategic mapping was something that she was able to bring into the business. But what talk about her transformation that took place as she was going through the six months in the program? And how do you feel those effects inside of your business? You know, what's amazing, the biggest word that comes to mind is confidence. Because if you think about it, you're coming out of eight years, stay-at-home mom, awesome yeah. career ahead of, the, you know, before that, but also like, okay, what is this online entrepreneur thing? 
Like, what is Kajabi? What is you're doing all this online? Like, I mean, it's a very different world. It's not yeah, like yeah. going into an office building of like a local construction company and starting to help them run their back office. I mean, it's very, very different. And it can be very almost like all this, like this different language mm. and all of these things. So what I loved is that while she was always going to like roll up those sleeves, like let's figure out how to do this. I think that it created a lot more confidence. And I think that she was like, okay, Julie's not crazy. Like there are other people doing these kinds of things. It just kind of opened her her eyes to this online entrepreneurial space, especially. And so it gave her that confidence. And then I think that she was able to also then see how other people were doing things. I know that we've even tapped back in. Like, I'm like, hey, can you go ask the group? Like, how are they doing this? Like, I think that's super valuable. Like what where are people using to give gifts to clients? Because we weren't loving the one we were using and things mm-hmm. like that. Or you know what? We needed special help in one particular tool. And she was able to... T- so I loved that because I do feel like the community of directors of operations and what people are being trained in, they're all different too. And so I think that they're even able to tap in and help. So I felt like it allowed Erin to be even more resourceful because she had this other, it wasn't, I don't know all the answers. I just Mm -hmm. don't in that space. Cause that's why, again, I hired her and then had her go through the program because I don't know. So I just loved the confidence, resourcefulness, being able to, I think, say, okay, you know, we'll figure this out, you know, kind of thing. And I think that really came from that. In addition to the how-tos, whether it was things like KPIs or strategic mapping and things like that. So that's hugely important, you know, to be able to feel like, all right, I feel good. I feel confident. Like, let's go. Like, you know, whatever's coming up, we'll figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. And just like in your programs, I mean, they come here. I know that the women that join us are already working on their next best self, but to fully step into that, it takes, I mean, it is a mind. It's not only mind, it's time. It's trusting yourself. There's so many other, you know, things that go into that transformation. And I mean, that's part of why we have a six month container is I tried this in three months and it didn't feel like enough. And of course it was a lot of content in three months, but that's a whole different story. Can you imagine, Erin? <laughs> No. No. (laughs) So we tried it in three months, but really what our full mission is, it's not to give more tools and more frameworks, which I know our students love, but it's also the biggest thing, the most, and you said the word that we, that we look for, and we look for people when they're applying as they're going through. And even in our trainings and our free trainings, if we can give 1% more confidence in a free training, I know that we can give a hundred percent confidence when they come through our program. And that's the biggest thing because they already have what it takes. But when you finally believe yourself, you show up and then you're recognized, you're compensated, you're secure, you you know, you get to do all of the things, you get to be your next best self. So that's the full circle moment. And I'm so excited for you, Erin, to be able to find this place. And I imagine after eight years of, of being home and doing your next, that was your next best version at the time that you left that sales and marketing function, you know, your next best life at that moment was to be a mom of your two children. And then, you know, the time came where you were looking for your next best self, because we can continuously iterate. So what does the next version of Aaron look like inside of Julie's business? Well, I mean, I will just kind of add on to what Julie said about the confidence piece is just being a confident leader in the company and for our team. I can't tell you how much I've grown, not only just working with Julie, but also going through the DOO program. And just, I mean, 
people around me, my husband, friends have said it even that they've just seen me step into this new version of myself. So I'm excited to just keep growing within this role, within this company and just become more of a strategic partner. And I'm just excited of what's to come. Yes. Earlier, Julie had said that you were at the very beginning, you were seeing gaps, right? And this is when you were working five hours a week. And I always come back to that. We don't call ourselves project managers and especially you having a marketing and a sales background. These are terms that seem too much sometimes, but I know that as we look back, even, and I will go back to our childhood days a lot. And I've told this a ton, but I remember being eight years old and a little bitty, those little bitty spiral books that you would get like at the Walgreens or whatever, I would make little to-do lists every single night. And they were lame. They were like, wake up, brush teeth, put on panties, pick out clothes, dressed. Yes. (laughs) It didn't really matter. Like it was, it were just things that I could check off. But if I go back to that eight-year-old Natalie, like if I only had the wisdom then that I would utilize those skills, I would have been marketable in a different plane than I was. And all of those experiences were wonderful, but going down the nursing route, going down a teaching route, going down several of the routes that I did that I I don't necessarily take back, but I do think that they took away from being the fullest expression of me when I could. But when she said filling in gaps, like you've probably identified gaps, issues, opportunities, probably in your sales function, probably in, in your family unit, you know, you do that and you find solutions for them. And knowing that we have those natural innate skills that we can utilize in your profession, man, if I could figure out how to do that, having teenagers who are going just about Julie's kids ages, you know, where they're finding their way and they don't know what they want to be when they grow up. I'm like, oh goodness, if I could help kids do that, that would be so fulfilling. But we all have it in us, right? We just have to take the time to know that seeing gaps and issues is actually a skill that can benefit you long-term. And so I just wish you continued success, Erin, inside of this company and, and Julie, your success and the imprint that you're making is just, I've, I've enjoyed watching your business grow, you as a leader and really knowing where you're strong and also delegating and stepping away from the things that you know don't fill you, but they are still important to the function of your company and being that person that says, and boldly says, I've seen you teach it. You know, I've been a part of many of your trainings where it's like, hey, this is me and this is what I do great. And I've got this team around me who does these things great. And collectively, we make a powerful, growing, sustainable and scalable mission that has the ability to not only affect you guys, but even you know, your clients and your clients' clients and and their families. So congratulations to both of you guys on your success. And Julie, thank you so much for trusting me to have Aaron come through the certification. It was, as we were talking about before we hit record, when Aaron came through, there was another, maybe two gals, you and another person who were mm-hmm. employed at the same time or what we call employer sponsored, whether you're a contractor or you are a W-2 inside of a company, when you've got an employer that you're already jiving with, they are excited to help you become the next best version of yourself. You know, they shortcut themselves. They take that responsibility off of them, give you a community, give you structure, give you, in our case, that coaching and the frameworks to help move their business forward, but also them. So it's really a full circle investment. And I'm thankful that you saw that in us. And it was a, like, 
no brainer. I'm one thing I do, I pride myself on is I'm a, a quick decision maker when I know so I really trust my intuition. And the second I saw that I'm like, boom, perfection, mm-hmm. like that's going to be for Erin. That's incredible. That's going to help us so much. And it was a no brainer. And so I, I think you too, I, you know, for having this amazing company that you have, because so many visionaries and entrepreneurs that start solo entrepreneur, I mean, there are some, there are some that are good at the details and all the things, but I think more often than not, it is that visionary role and you've got to listen and then it, oh, we're not sure. Great. And so I think that more people need to know about what you do and mm-hmm. being able to have this incredible resource that you probably don't know how to teach and train people coming on and not not everyone wants to go out and hire someone that has 10 years of experience in the online entrepreneur. They probably can't afford right. that when you're coming from a solopreneur. So it's just the perfect, perfect approach to help the solopreneur expand and not have to know all of those details. It's not in their, you know, kind of in their area of expertise, which I just think is incredible. So I thank you for what you're doing. And here, what I can tell you, Erin and I see it every day. And I almost want to cry saying it. There's so many women that are struggling right now. And they may not even seem like they're struggling on the outside, but they are going back to offices. They are really struggling now that they've been home. I I know so many of them. And those that could be incredible director of operations and like the more people that step into and create, you know, their businesses or they need director of operations, it goes hand in hand. It goes hand in hand. And so I just think the more people that know about what you're doing, the more people you're going to have come through and the amazing opportunities that they're going to have for them as well. Awesome. We are seeing also another shift, you know, in my time of being in business for the last eight years and how the service provider landscape is shifting again, you know, it had a big shift and a big growth in 2020 and here in 2022 is as we wrap up this year, we're seeing, you know, as people are going back into those offices and people are feeling like, oh, I have to do that. We know that there's an exponential growth in 2020 and, and the amount of businesses that were formed and have been able to scale because of the environment. You know, they, every successful business needs an operator and you don't always have to go buy one off of a shelf, right? That's usually not the way that you're going to get a sustained return on investment or an ROI at all. Finding somebody that fits your value set and allowing them to grow and and giving them what seems like a big investment financially at the time to invest in a program like ours, the return to you is big time because of course they're bringing in the skill set but you also are keeping you know this person fulfilled employed and keeping them in your company i mean the attrition the the retention rate is super high so all good stuff julie so i want these people to also know when they're coming out of our program and if you're looking for a life and business coach julie is always one of our resources that we send people to because she has a very holistic approach which aligns with with the people that are if you're here and you're listening to me i think you'll also really like what julie has to say so give our listeners some information on where they can find you yeah so check out the podcast i think that's always a great resource to start with ignite her mind because here's the thing the knowing is like one part of the process. You've got to evolve who you're being and your mindset. And, and what stops most people is not that they don't know what to do, but they stop themselves from doing it for so many different reasons. And it's all in our minds. So go check out the podcast, Ignite Her Mind, the podcast. You can also, I would love, message me on 
Instagram, Julie Sierra on Instagram. You know, if you have any other questions about what we do and our team and how it's structured and what Aaron does, anything like that, please feel free to message me there. And you can also go to the website, juliecierdi.com for anything that we've got going on. Awesome. Thank you, ladies. I appreciate it. And Aaron, good luck as you continue to navigate being a director of operations inside of this incredible company. Thank you, Natalie. And thank you for creating this wonderful DOO program and then the community of women as a resource. It is absolutely my pleasure. The best work I've ever done, (laughs) for real. (laughs) So it really is full circle every single day. So thank you for being here. Thanks for being an awesome member. Thanks for coming in and utilizing the community. Thank you. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.